Well, hey there, bosses. Did you know that having a blog for your brand and for your website is really, really good and a really strategic move for building up your presence online, especially because your SEO is going to soar when it sees that you are creating content that people are going to look at and you're doing so on a consistent basis. So creating a blog for your website is so incredibly important because it's how you are disseminating information to people and housing it within your website, but also gaining all those really good SEO points over on Google when people are searching for specific topics. And you know, here at Social Media for Bosses, we are all about creating those profitable brands through smart social media marketing. And that means making sure that you are doing the best you can for your online presence, which is why today I've brought on a dear friend of mine. Her name is Irene Chan, and she is a marketing manager, a video producer, and a live streamer who has built her empire from her blog for the last decade. And Irene has some great tips for us today. She's actually bringing us three tips for creating a successful blog for your brand and how it can help you grow within what you're doing in your business. Now, I've known Irene for the last couple of years. We work together closely because she works for BeLive, the company that I use to live stream on Facebook and YouTube. So we've done some really cool things together in terms of live broadcasting. I've been a part of the cons that she has put together for BeLive. And I'm really excited because I know she spent a lot of time working on her blog and on the BeLive blog. And so she's got some really great tips for us today. I'm super excited to dig in. This is one you're going to want to take notes on. So get ready. She's got three big tips for us and some bonus tips as well. So let's dive in and talk all about creating a successful blog for your brand. Irene Chan, welcome to Social Media for Bosses. I am so excited that you're here hanging out with me. We've been friends for a while and we have worked together professionally for a couple of years now. I am so excited to have you on. You're going to be talking all about blogging today, but can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. Uh, thanks, Gam. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Hi, everyone. So I'm Irene Chan. I'm the marketing manager at BeLive. So it is a live streaming platform for amazing entrepreneurs like you. <laughs> so we're actually using BeLive right now. And yeah, before I joined BeLive, I actually have been blogging. I'm still blogging now. So one of my goals for 2020 um, is to get back to my regular blogging schedule. Because um, in 2019, it kind of... Um, didn't do any blogging at all, very little, I think. So yeah, uh, I'm so excited to share some things that I've learned in the past and things that I've learned now and some strategies that I'm implementing. Which I absolutely love. And you are a live streamer. You are fantastic on air. You are so great at marketing and your management skills. You've been a video producer. And I love that you are speaking to us on blogging today because I know it's brought you a lot of really cool opportunities. So you've got three big tips for us today. What's the first one? Yeah, so the first one is set realistic goals. So I think a lot of um, people want to blog. Oh, by the way, I just want to share that I think I'm in like... I've been blogging for a decade. I started um, working remotely in 2010. So this 2020 is actually my like decade, <laughs> 10th year anniversary for blogging and working remotely. So yeah, um, one of the things that like, uh, if you're just starting out, 
uh, with blogging or it also works if you're already blogging for a long time and like me you kind of like um, forgot about it and didn't uh, take care of your blog one of the things that I would really recommend is set realistic goals so like how much time can you set aside for blogging so like for me in 2020 my only goal is to publish two blog posts per month um, because that's the most realistic goal that I can set uh, that way I'm not overwhelmed and uh, I'm such a huge believer of like consistency is better than like quality sorry not quality quantity so like I can set so much uh, I can like say oh I'm gonna um, um, put like five blog posts and then I don't do it so I feel like a failure so like if you're setting a realistic goal like just two blog posts per month and you do it consistently then you'll like feel so good about yourself and then you'll get much more results. And I really like that you did point out that consistency is important because that's one of those things that trains our audience to show up. And when we train them to show up, they're actually reading what we're doing. They're actively looking for that. So I think setting those realistic goals and kind of starting at your baseline, the lowest level that you can and building up is really important. Do you feel like starting on that smaller side and then building up is going to grow the business and scale the business appropriately? Yeah, so basically every time I try to uh, set up any goal, so it doesn't just about, um, it's not just about blogging. Um, currently my personal goal for like health is to at least do 10 minute yoga each day and then uh, three minute meditation through Headspace. So if you're like, a meditation junkie, health junkie, I really uh, recommend uh, Headspace. Anyway, so like um, you can see that it's very short, um, but I do it every day because you first need to have a habit and then it becomes easier. And then you become, um, it, it eventually becomes longer. So the two blog posts can eventually become four blog posts once you get better at like uh, building a habit and being consistent with your uh with the things that you're doing and i'm sure km like what you do i i see uh because uh, as km mentioned like uh we've actually connected and become friends online for for a few years now i'm a huge fan of her work and i know that she's very consistent in terms of writing uh, i wish i can write fiction that's kind of one of my dreams when i was little uh but yeah like consistency is key and i think it kind of builds up um, so like you plant the seeds every day and then eventually you'll reap it uh, because you're like doing it every day. I love so, it. That that answers answers your question. <laughs> yeah. No, that's perfect. I think that actually brings us to your next tip because once you start doing things consistently, you can kind of figure out a system for yourself and you can figure out what you're doing within your business to then grow how many blog posts you're doing per month or per week or per whatever. So your second tip brings us to what exactly? Yeah, my second tip, and actually I want to kind of like add a sub tip. <laughs> my second tip is scheduling in advance. So one of the things, uh, I this is actually perfect today that we're doing this, KM, because today I actually started planning my February post, the two blog posts. So like I have already kind of a template and Trello what I need to accomplish for each blog post. That way, like it's the same every month. So yeah, that uh, that's what I do. Like, so I sit down at the beginning of the month and kind of think about the two blog posts that I want to focus on. So it's usually kind of tied with my personal goals as, goals as well. So one of my goals is like, yeah, to um, keep blogging consistently and also to produce videos. So I make sure that the blogs that I create is around those topics. So I would brainstorm which two blog posts that I would focus on and then um, basically write 
and once I write and then I edit and then I schedule in advance. So what I do um, is like, so, so many um, <laughs> tips under scheduling in advance. So I write fast. Uh, if you're a writer, I, I, I know you guys, like a lot of uh, KM's com uh, communities like uh, are also writers. So uh, when I started out, I used to kind of like agonize the process. Like, but what I learned is like, you have to write fast, like just get the words into the paper. And then like I use a Pomodoro technique. So just basically doing tasks in 25 minutes and then you get like a five minute break. So what I do is I write my first draft in 25 minutes. So whatever ends up there, that's it. And then I take time and then I edit it. So like if you're uh, like, I'm also a mom, so I have very like, um, chunks of time that are not very long. So I do it like in 25 minutes. So like, okay, in 25 minutes, I'm gonna write the draft and then the next 25 minutes, I'm gonna edit it. So like that way I already have written everything. I've edited everything and then I just need to schedule it. So that way, like you're free for the rest of the month. Basically the next batch of work of your work is like promoting the blog posts that you already scheduled which I really love. And if you guys have been following social media for bosses, you know, we recently talked about batch creation over on the YouTube channel. If you haven't checked out those videos, make sure you head over there, hit the subscribe button and check those out because batch creation is one of my favorite things. It's revolutionized my business because I can knock out videos all in one day, or I can knock out blog posts all in one day. I can create an entire month worth of content within a day or two. And then I can spend the rest of the time working on other areas of my business. And I love badge creation so, so much. Has that changed the way that you're working, Irene? Yes, definitely. Especially now that I have limited time. <laughs> so uh, I used, um, when, um, before I joined BeLive, I actually was um, kind of making most of my money from blogging. <laughs> so like I have like uh, spots in my blog, um, and people pay me to advertise their products and then I was an ambassador. So like at that time I was like really, um, I, I had a very strict schedule about blogging. I even had like, um, uh, I clock in, clock out on my app so I could track um, how many times, uh, how many hours I spent blogging because like for me, like blogging was really like a job. So uh, I had to learn how to batch create and because it just makes things um, much efficient and much faster. And also, I think I'm not sure if this is uh, there's a research like when you when you batch create or basically do things in batch, um, you will be more focused instead of like switching um, different tasks all the time. Like it. So like part of it is creation and then part of it is also like engagement so like when someone comments or someone sends you an email I, I kind of also do that in batch so if you I'm not sure like a lot of my friends actually and my co-workers I also do batch replies so on messenger I have like a specific hour that I go through all of the messenger messages <laughs> so like I don't reply to things when they like when a, a notification comes up I don't reply right away I do them by batch like email commenting on blogs and stuff. So yeah, I, I'm like such a huge fan of batching. 
I think that's more efficient as well, because when you have set times for things and you do it all at once, you're in the right mindset. So it goes a lot faster. It's a mm -hmm. lot easier to do it. But then you also know when you're doing things, especially if it's replying to emails or replying to messages, you know when that's coming and you set aside a specific time, which means you get a lot more work knocked out of the way, which mm -hmm. I completely love. So I love that we're talking all about batch creation. It is really one of my favorite things and it has changed the way that I do business. I know it's changed a lot of the ways that my students have done business as well. Now, before we dive into our last tip, we do have a quick word from one of our affiliates. As an entrepreneur, you know that one of the most important things you have in your arsenal as a business owner is your newsletter. And this is because people can so frequently miss your posts on social media, but they can't miss your newsletter. In fact, the only way that they can not see your newsletter is if they see it and choose to delete it without reading it. So having an active and engaged newsletter is incredibly important to your business because this is how you disseminate information. It's how you get your content out to people so they know what you are doing on social media, the videos you've created, the things you've done in your business, and how excited your clients are to be working with you. Growing your newsletter is so incredibly essential, and we have to make sure that we are fostering that relationship with people to get them over to our newsletter. But not all newsletter opt-ins are created equal. Most email service providers have an opt-in form, but it's actually the worst thing you could do for your business. It is the kiss of death when it comes to your newsletter because it has no valuable information. It's not customizable. They don't let you design it. They can't show what you are giving for your freebies or what you're doing to give value inside of your newsletter. It's a really plain, boring, non-effective opt-in page. So how do you as an entrepreneur actually create an opt-in page that gets higher conversions and gets people on your newsletter? Enter lead pages. Now, this is one of the programs I have used from the very beginning of my business. So I've used this for years and years and years. It's a drag and drop template that allows you to customize a one page web page that has all the valuable information you need to give out to people to get them onto your newsletter. You are using it to develop that trust factor and to make those promises on what type of content you're sending them and the value they're going to get out of them. Now, I love lead pages because I can show off my freebies. I can show off my content. I can customize the words to let people know when I'm going to be in their inbox, that I'm sending them some extra gifts, that I've got some cool things planned for them. And I can show things off in a visual way, which gives it more trust. In general, people don't want to trade their email because, let's face it, we get hundreds of emails every single day that we have to clear out. And so making sure that people know what to expect and they know what they're opting into is really helpful because when we show them, when we make those promises, when we've got that trust factor developed with them, they are going to intentionally open up our email and see what we have sent every single week. And so that opt-in page is crucial to our success and it can make or break the number of people we have on our newsletter which is where we are selling ourselves, our services, our products, the promises that we're making and our unique value propositions and how we can help our clients. We are using our newsletters to develop that trust. And then when the time is right, we're giving them something they can buy from us. And so Lead Pages has really revolutionized the way that I've done my opt-in pages, not just for my newsletter, but for giveaways and for all sorts of things that I need people to sign up for. It is amazing and it connects directly to my email service provider. So once people opt in, I don't have to do anything. It's amazing. It goes right to my email service provider. It puts them in the right lists and that auto generates the sequences that I have created and kicks all my really good content out to them before they get my normally scheduled emails every week. 
I cannot say enough good things about this platform. I love them and they've changed the way that I do business. So if you would like to check out more about Lead Pages, you can actually go to leadpages.socialmediaforbosses.com. I actually have a little some something for you over there. And I can't wait for you guys to check this out on leadpages.socialmediaforbosses.com because all the good stuff is over there and you guys do not want to miss out on this. It's really going to make a huge impact on your business. It has changed mine and my students and I know you guys are going to love this. Leadpages, leadpages.socialmediaforbosses.com. All right, let's get back into our last tip. I know you've got one more point for me. This is a really fun one. What is this one? Okay, <laughs> delegate. This is something I had struggled with like for a really long time because I used to do stuff alone all the time. Um, I used to like spend eight hours in Starbucks just like messing with my WordPress blog. <laughs> but I realized that you can accomplish more and you'll be less stressed if you delegate. So right now I'm very lucky because uh, like two years ago, my sister graduated um, from from college and she kind of followed my footsteps in digital marketing. So now like um, she basically knows everything that I'm doing and I can like delegate some stuff with her. So like I will schedule the blog post on my blog, but then she can help me out, like schedule all of those other stuff in social media. So um, like, if you're like me and you have someone <laughs> in your family or your friends that can help you out, like delegate, um, that would be such a huge help. Or if you're like a more um, uh, progressed in your business and you have like, you can pay people to do like, uh, to do the like scheduling for you, the commenting and stuff, I would highly recommend it. Uh, especially like, so I'm from the Philippines. So a lot of the um, friends that I know are actually doing that for a living. So either virtual assistants or social media manager. Uh, so it's, um, but it's important to one thing that I do want to note for um, delegating. And I think KM also has a lot of um, tips about that um, is you have to understand which ones you need to delegate. So of course, like if the main, uh, you need to write the blog. <laughs> so that's something <laughs> that you can't delegate because the content comes from you. But like things like editing someone, uh, actually, I think I need to um, delegate editing as well, uh, eventually. Uh, th that's just because uh, I think it will improve my writing better. And of, of course, it will also like save me a lot of time. Um, yeah, so you have to understand which ones you want to delegate and also measure how because sometimes we delegate stuff, but then we don't actually measure the results. So we have to understand like whether we're getting the ROI, like if you're paying someone, you're, you're getting the ROI for that specific um, task for delegating. Yeah, I think it's really important. Delegation is one of those things I struggle with a little bit because I don't like giving up control of doing yes. all the work. So it's something I have to actually intentionally do within my business, but I do see so much growth when I am able to hand things off and I can focus on other things. So do you have any tips for maybe picking the right things to give away as we're delegating? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I think like all writers kind of have that same... Um, attitude like you, it needs to be perfect so you, you can't give up control like I guess it's true for all content creators as well um I guess it's uh like not the critical things like if someone screws up then 
it's not a big deal. So I think those type of uh, tasks. So like scheduling um, is one of them because basically if it's not scheduled, then nothing really happens. But if it's something that's really related to your, um, uh, like for instance, if you have a blog post and um, you kind of uh, delegated some of it, like in terms of content and you didn't really think about like, you didn't check everything and some of the opinion doesn't really reflect your brand. So that's kind of like critical. Uh, I can't think of other critical stuff <laughs> right now, but like uh, usually based on my experience and based on um, my friends as well, like uh, scheduling the actual blog post and then the engagement that comes after the, when the blog post comes out and also repurposing. Like, so like um, right now I'm working on kind of uh, what comes after I schedule the blog. Uh, right now, one of the questions that I'm uh, thinking of is like whether I should do a live about the blog because I already have the content. It means that like I have the structure for the live stream. So I was thinking of kind of repurposing that or it could be reverse. I could do like a Facebook live and then I'll do the blog and then someone will just kind of transcribe the the Facebook live and then turn it into a blog. So I, I think it takes maybe a lot of like trial and error. Um, just make sure that uh, all the critical stuff and I think it will be you who will decide which ones are critical and which ones are not. Uh, and then you'll figure out like, uh, this is what I should do and this is what I can let go and delegate. Now you have been blogging for a decade now, which is quite the achievement. Yeah. You spent a lot of time working on this. So do you have any tips and tricks for people who are just getting into blogging and just developing that within their brand? Sure. Uh, this is a great question uh in december and i think i'm gonna do it more uh since it's kind of like my 10th anniversary i was like giving away free co uh, coaching sessions to my friends because a lot of people also ask me how do you work remotely like how do you start doing that um so one of my advice is just basically um get a blog <laughs> like it doesn't matter what's the blog like don't uh like what's the tool like don't um kind of focus so much on whether you should use wordpress.com, self-hosted um, WordPress or Medium. So just pick like one platform, pick a schedule, pick a topic, and then just commit to that schedule. Um, I actually had so many domain names <laughs> that are now dead. And uh, a lot of them I have to let go. But that's just how it goes. Like you have to figure out like the topic that you want to um, talk about and the audience that you want to serve. So the one thing that really uh, that I wanted to focus on was uh, and which actually produced the most results for me, because I think without it, I won't be working with BeLive. So I actually spent time in Israel and that's when I met the founders of um, BeLive and that's how we knew each other and that's how they started like hiring me eventually. And the Israeli company found me through my blog. So I was writing about technology, which I was very passionate about, consumer technology. So I would write about apps. And that's when I really realized that I can write a lot of content around this. And um, yeah, so just figure out, uh, don't be afraid to kind of test stuff. Um, sometimes it doesn't make any sense when you're trying to do it, but when you actually look back, it all makes sense. So 
there's this quote about Steve Jobs that you could only connect the dots when you're like looking backwards, something like that. <laughs> but because like, all the things that I did, like if I look back now, um, they all connect. But what while I was doing it, they seemed like they, they weren't going anywhere. So yeah, my only tip is like just start and start writing and fall in love with the process and then think about the outcome later. Fantastic. Before we let you go, I do want to know, as you're creating your blog posts, what comes first? Do you figure out your title? Do you figure out your topic? Do you figure out your content? Do you do your research? How does that play out for you in your business? Ooh, great question. So it actually depends. So if I'm writing um, a blog post that's about my experience, then I immediately go to the title and then the outline. So that like, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I'm using like a 25 minute timer to write everything. I'm able to do that because it's already clear in my head, like what's the title and what's the outline. So like you, we were talking about earlier about introduction and intro and outro. So I also do my intro last for blog posts. So, but if it's a topic that needs more research, then I do the research first, uh, like for more technical type of stuff that's not necessarily around my experience and not specifically about my story, then uh, I do the research first and I also put a timer on it because one of the things that can kind of take a lot of time is like, oh, I'm gonna do research and um, I'm gonna spend, and then you realize you spent two hours browsing like Google and um, you realize you're only using 10% of what you research. So I also put a timer. So it, uh, so when I'm using my uh, experience, I immediately go to title and then the outline. Um, but if it's uh, like it needs more research, then I research first, but with limits. And then I also create the uh, title and then the basically the content. One thing that I would advise on for like for any content that you're creating and maybe it will come on later, not when you're just starting out. It's like, what is the purpose of the blog? Like, what is the CTA? And um, is it to drive people to your Facebook group? Is it people uh, to like for Cam? Like, is it uh, to promote the books or to promote your social media business? And if it's promoting your social media business, like what? what is the one action that you want them to take in terms of blogging right now we're experimenting with a CTA like a book a free coaching session um so that's what I'm going with but I need to improve that like doing lead magnets and stuff but so far that's kind of what I'm working on do you recommend having a call to action that you hold consistency or consistently over the course of a couple of blog posts or do you mix those up for every single blog post Right now I'm focusing on one, but I think it's important. Uh, like for the Be Live blog, we actually have a um, quite a few CTAs depending on the content of the blog. So like we would encourage people to join the Be Livers group so that they can get more support. Or if it's more of like um, um, just promoting the show, then we would drive them to watch the show. So, or if it works, then we would have like all of the <laughs> above, like uh, watch the show, join the BeLiveverse, and then sign up for BeLive. Fantastic. I love it. All right. Any last tips for bloggers who are just jumping into it in 2020? I guess uh, <laughs> my tip is like, just write 
and put it out there. Uh, the this is one thing that I really learned from Elizabeth Gilbert. She said that done is better than good. Yeah, and I totally agree with that. Get it out there. You can grow yeah. as you go, but get the content out there. Perfectionists are not going to survive in this area. <laughs> All right, Irene, where can everybody connect with you on social media? Yes. Yeah, so basically you can check out my blog. It's irenechan.com. Uh, so basically everything is there. Um, and you can basically read about the tips that we actually talked about. Fantastic. And everybody can hang out with you on the BeLive platform as you are interviewing and hanging out with people. Give a little shout out to them. Yes, so I'm always at the BeLivers. Uh, we also promote Cam's content there because she has amazing content. So if you are a business owner, content creator, and you want to use live video to promote your content, your services, then it is the right place to get support and basically get to know more about live video marketing. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us, Irene. I really appreciate you being here, and I cannot wait to have you back to talk more about social media for bosses and how people can grow. Thank you, KM. It's such a pleasure. So there you have it, bosses. Making sure that you have a successful blog for your website is so incredibly important because this is where people are getting to know you. They're getting to know your business. And when they are searching on Google, your content is what's going to be found. And so making sure you've got that really good active blog is incredibly important. We had some great tips from Irene today, but I want to hear from you guys. Do you have a blog? Are you using it? How often are you using it? And if you don't have a blog, why haven't you started one yet? We are going to chat all about that this week over on social media. I would love to hear from you guys. So make sure you are dropping in and letting me know. And make sure you hit the subscribe button because in next week's episode, we are actually talking about spring cleaning for your business. So we're breaking down all the things that you should be doing every single spring to make sure your business is running smoothly. You're going to cut out all the fat. You're going to make sure you're streamlining things. And we're going to make sure that your business is on top of its game with next week's episode all about spring cleaning for your business. And while you're in the mood for subscribing, come on over to our YouTube page because every single Tuesday and Friday, we're dropping brand new tutorial videos. Every single Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern, I am doing a live Ask Me Anything where for 20 minutes, I am coming on air live to answer your questions in real time about social media marketing strategy. And then every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, we are live with the Social Media for Bosses talk show, which has completely unique content from the podcast here. And we're bringing on special guest stars to do all sorts of amazing educational things to grow your profitable business through smart social media marketing. So come on over to YouTube and find social media for bosses or KM Robinson. It's youtube.com slash KM Robinson if you are looking for us. I've got all the good content for you over there, as well as kmrobinson.com and socialmediaforbosses.com, where we're breaking down courses. We've got webinars. We've got trainings. We've got PDFs. We've got special bonuses and freebies for you guys to help you grow your brands through smart social media marketing. So stay tuned. Big things are coming. And if you have not checked out my brand new book, it is available on Amazon, and you can read it for free inside of Kindle Unlimited. We're talking all about Instagram stories for bosses. It's a complete user guide to everything you need to know to leverage Instagram stories within your business. You guys do not want to miss this one. Uh, you can go over to Amazon and search Katie M. Robinson Instagram stories for bosses to find this brand new how-to book and you can read it for free inside of Kindle Unlimited or grab your copy in both ebook and paperback over on Amazon. 
And of course, you can grab our hashtag freebie at hashtag.kmrobinson.com that teaches you the number one offending hashtag that you're almost definitely using that's killing your reach and what to use instead. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode. Come on over for next week's episode as we're talking all about spring cleaning for your business. Until then, have a great day and stay inspired.